Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going to be talking about something very serious, at least from some of the posts that I've seen. I'm going to choose not to read one of them, uh, but as you can probably already tell from the uh, the title of this, whatever the hell I decided to, <laughs> I usually said the title afterwards, uh, after I finish recording these, but uh, we're going over to the Suicide Watch subreddit, which... Um, for people that don't know, it's a typical, you know, it's it's more for people to vent um, and have people to support them. I personally, I don't know about the system of this, right? Because you're obviously going to get people with differing opinions. And when you're at this particular stretch, right? You know, because I think we all hit rock bottoms at different points in our lives. And the way that we react to that rock bottom is very, very different. So, you know, when when people are like this, they don't need a million different voices giving them a million different opinions, right, on what they should be doing. They need one clear, they need one, you know, maybe not just one, but, you know, they need a couple of different opinions, but they need to all go in the same direction, you know what I mean? Um, whereas if you have people that are also part of this community, right, that may be in a similar boat they may be they may tell you something that's very biased towards a situation in terms of the way that they think in life you know i personally don't uh condone suicide or i don't uh, i don't think it's a, I, I think it's one of the worst things you can do in your life you know i well obviously it would bring an end to it but it's one of the, it's probably the worst thing i can think of that you can do besides you know obviously uh killing other people and all that all that other kind of stuff but um yeah it, it when you have a bunch of different people talking up to you and it, it's tough because also all you're getting are, are people typing on a keyboard you're not getting the 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 interaction right somebody holding you and telling you that it's going to be okay it's way different than somebody saying it's okay uh exclamation mark you know happy face or you know whatever it, it, it's just not the same um so anyway, um, let's go into the first post. I'm going to skip one of these posts because it's, it's a little it's a little graphic and I don't want to get too into uh, I, I want to keep it as I don't know how I, PG-13, I guess. Um, but anyway, the first post is, you know, uh, pretty simple here. I'm sick of living in this world of billionaires and poverty. Just kill me already. Um, so I think th there's a. This is a tough thing, right? Because when we talk about poverty, which poverty is a big reason why people turn to drugs, why people, uh, why fathers aren't in the households, you know, there, there's a lot of that. Um, personally, I don't like to focus on that too much because there are other things to kind of worry about in the sense that you know, let's say you're lower middle class like I was, you know, when I was growing up. Um, really, the community that we lived in, going back to that word, right, uh, it made me feel like I was the richest, one of the richest men in the world, you know, just in terms of what I was getting from these people. You know, I had all these friends. I had, uh, granted, I was a little bit of a loner, but people just, they wouldn't, you know, <laughs> this, this isn't meant to like, be something to to go against them but they wouldn't leave me alone you know i was never left alone uh until i was a lot of course like a lot later in life but 
Um, but you know, they wouldn't leave me alone, you know, because they, they knew me, they wanted me to succeed. And there was just something, there was just so much about that. You know what I mean? It just, it really felt, I, I really felt like they, uh, they wanted me to succeed and I knew they wanted me to succeed. And therefore just having that encouragement made, made it all the more, uh, made it all, all better to me. So, uh, next post here, no reason to live any longer. I quit. I have ADHD, OCD, Asperger's syndrome, and treatment-resistant depression. I, I've never heard of that. Every day is a war in my mind. I guess treatment-resistant depression means that they, if, even if they take an antidepressant, that it just doesn't work for some reason. Every day is a war in my mind. I have no social connections. That's going back to community right there. Uh, my parents are indifferent to my struggles, and I've mentioned time and time again that I'm suicidal only to be brushed off. They don't care, Period. I lost my job from the pandemic, and I haven't been able to find a replacement because of my severe social anxiety. Every single day, I think about wanting to die. It's been that way for the past 13 years. I'm 25 now. I've tried treatment to no avail. Five psychiatrists, six counselors, two social workers, hospital stays, and countless medications and home remedies, only to have no relief. So I'm no longer in treatment. I quit. Even now, I already know how I'm going to die. I'll jump off the highway into oncoming traffic. If the fall doesn't kill me, the cars will. I don't care anymore. Just don't give a shit about how others would feel or what I could miss. I'm sick of it all. Being dead will be the greatest thing that ever that ever happened to me. Now, the reason I actually could have omitted that last part there, but I wanted to make sure that this is very clear that um, this is how people with with suicidal ideations think, right? Um, and going back to the social connections, that is a that that's that's a big part of people you remember how i was talking about you know i had people who wanted to see me succeed if you don't have anybody there that wants to see you succeed you just assume that everybody wants to see you fall or you know you don't have anybody to tell you otherwise you know what i'm saying so when we're talking about you know mental health and all that kind of stuff this is this is one of the worst situations you can be in is being alone with your thoughts and you know being alone with your thoughts, even if you do have some type of positive reinforcement, right? Like you've been taught to um, to think positively. At some point, you're going to have those negative thoughts. And it's even though you can dispel them, right? Like obviously you can dispel them and do all that kind of stuff. It's a lot better when you're reinforced by other people. And, you know, obviously that can be. Um, if we're looking at the negative side of that, you can be reinforced into bad habits by other people. But um, more often than not, having people around you is uh, more of a blessing than a curse, uh, depending on who you have in your circle as well. So, um, but you know, the the thing about it, the thing I see, uh, maybe I'll talk about my own suicidal ideations when I was when I was like at the peak of them. Uh, most of the time they came to me out of anger, I suppose. And they sound a little bit like that with the, with this, because sadness and anger are very intertwined. So for me, you know, when I was dealing with like these suicidal ideations, it was just, it was, I was sad, but then I'd get angry that I was that, you know, why, why should I be sad? You know, um, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's difficult to to get yourself out of that mode 
but what got me out of that mode was my community, right? The fact that I had people that wanted me to succeed, but also the fact that I knew if I, I knew that if I ever did take my life, that I would have been hurting all of these people that, uh, that loved me, you know what I mean? That, that, you know, that I would have been causing them more, it would have been causing them more harm than what I originally thought. I originally thought that I was going to, uh, what was I going to say? I originally thought that I was going to be able to just leave this world and people would just forget about me and we'd go back to a, they go back to a peaceful life instead of having my um, existence being a, being a burden to people. But all of a sudden, you know, once I started realizing that people were going to, and, you know, like I said, I, one of the biggest things that happened to me was going to a, a funeral for somebody who, who had uh, ended their own life. That was one of the biggest eye openers for me ever, because I just saw, you know, I was just thinking, you know, I wonder what, what this person thought, right. Before they passed away, you know, obviously uh, this, this particular person was um, a little bit into drinking. So maybe something like that happened. Uh, another reason why I don't drink. Right. Um, but you know, when you think about this stuff, it, it's, there's a certain way that your mind tricks you into thinking that nobody would, nobody will care that, you know, if you pass away, you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, let's go to the next post. This is kind of an interesting idea. Let me see. Um, why people talk suicidal people out of dying. Those who benefit from it, discourage it. For example, the state benefits as a taxpayer relatives benefit as an object of assistance or continuation of lineage. Friends benefit as an object of assistance and benefit. No one cares about the person himself. They are trying, they're interested in the resource he represents. Hmm. That's an interesting way to look at it. I think, I think that's a little, that's looking at it a little bit too much as, as, as like a utilitarian. Um, you have to be very careful about how cynical you are with your thoughts. Um, I don't think that everybody quite thinks that way, but maybe like, I, I think this is a very similar idea to the, the hero, uh, sorry, uh, was it hero syndrome or it, it's basically the idea that if somebody goes into a burning building to save people, uh, they're not just doing it for uh, selfless reasons. In fact, there's an argument that it's very selfish, meaning well, what happens if you walk past a burning building and all of a sudden everybody says, hey, you just walked past that burning building. And you didn't do anything like what? Do, you know, there's that. Then there is the elation of being the person that saved all those people, um, which actually I think is a fair argument. But I don't think that discludes or I don't think that goes against the fact that you're a, you're a good person for wanting to do that stuff. And you're you have good intentions for, for wanting to do that, you know. Um, that's one of the things, that's why I think using, you know, just, hmm. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I, I don't completely agree with it, but I do think there is, there are definitely some things in that that are, that, you know, can be argued, of course. Um, but I think, you know, because if you, if you boil down love, I mean, what would love be, right? I mean, you could do the same thing to pretty much anything in your life and, and boil it down to these baser elements, which is, you know, love is continuation of the species, right? Our, our romantic love is continuation of the species as well. Um, even if you don't continue your spe the species or you don't um, continue your lineage or you don't, you don't have kids, basically. Um, 
you could say you have the safety of having this person with you at all times. So meaning you're always looking at them as a sex object, but you know, you're, you're there. It's a free sex. You know what I mean? Um, you can look at it that way, but I, I personally don't think that that is a great way to look at life because then you start to look at people only as tools, uh, meaning that you start to get into this narcissistic personality, or I, I don't even know if that's maybe the right word, but I, I think that's the word I'll use for right now, or, you know, sociopathic tendency where it, all of a sudden you start to look at people not as, as, as living things, but as the, as these tools for you for you to deal with or you look at other people and say hey they just look at us as tools you're just looking at people as tools when you decide to um when you decide to help them out or anything like oh if you help this person out uh it'll just benefit you and your reputation right that's i mean uh, there's some truth to that right because i really don't like it when celebrities end up doing these big videos about like how much they gave to charity or something like that um, but then again, you get you get the other side where all of a sudden people are like, oh, you never give to charity. Oh, I've never heard of it. You know, it's like because they haven't heard it in the news. You know, what I mean, it's like it's it's a very difficult type tightrope to uh, to deal with. So anyway, I think uh, I, I think it's an interesting argument. I, I don't completely agree with it, though, uh, in terms of the premise, which is uh, or in terms of the. The idea that it's it's not benefiting you in some way as well, right? It's about mutual benefit uh, benefit stuff. I don't think there's a, I don't you know I don't I truly don't completely think that any there's anything that's completely selfless, right? But there's I don't think there's anything that's completely selfish either. You know what I mean? Um, and I think there's just there's just uh, acts in the world that. Uh, sway more towards one side or another you know what i mean so anyway why don't we go over to the next uh let me know what you guys think about that one that's a very interesting question you know uh but what do you guys think about that or like the idea of the the hero you know that goes into a burning building um but anyway uh let's go over to the next post here uh let's try one of these uh, depression is a special kind of hell. I'm convinced that this place is hell. Is there an afterlife? Maybe. Aren't you afraid of going to hell, bro? I'm already here. Yeah, so, you know, depression is very, I mean, I don't, I, I remember being in a haze for like three or four years. And granted, um, I was, you know, I was drinking and, uh, I mean, not from 18 to like 21, I wasn't drinking, but uh, once I hit 21, man, that was, it was just, it was, it, it, it was off to the races. You know what I mean? It was off to the races. It was time to, to go, go hard. Um, and, you know, just throw my life away. And, you know, once I mixed it with marijuana, it was just, it, it was just so easy to throw away my life because I didn't really, you know, when I was drunk or high, it didn't really matter to me. You know, it, did, it really didn't matter where I was going and all that stuff. And, um, I thought that the depression, sorry, I thought that the drinking and the, the smoking were getting rid of my depression. In fact, it was just making things worse because I was just running away from it. And um, I, I think I'd mentioned this on the podcast, but in my most recent video where I was talking about quitting alcohol on YouTube, 
one of the things that had happened was I, I brought a clip from Joe Rogan experience where this, this woman was talking about um, the fact that the pain and was the pain and happiness or pain and pleasure um, receptacles or the, whatever they are, the, 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 the regions in your brain are actually like overlap somewhat. And it like your brain basically does this thing where if you have too much pain, it tries to bring in pleasure or it tries to bring in back. back it basically wants to do a, a basically wants to balance it out. But if you're continuously trying to go for that, that pleasure in your life, your brain is just constantly trying to like, it, it basically goes to the other side where you're like end up getting depressed. It's a very strange. It's, I think she called it like homeostasis, but it's basically trying to keep your, your levels in balance. And if you're just continuously looking for, that dopamine kick in your life, it, it, it tends to hurt you in other ways. Um, but I, anyway, go, go check it out. If, uh, if you get a chance, this Anne Kemby, I think is her name, uh, from the Joe Rogan. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure she, she does, uh, she does other stuff, but, uh, uh, what in the world is her name? I think it was Anne Kemby. I don't remember what her name was, but anyway, <laughs> um, going back to uh, you know the next thing, uh, let's go for the next post here. Uh, Life worth is, isn't worth living if you're poor. One hundred percent true. Don't even try commenting the mon- that money isn't everything. Bullshit. I'm re- or I'm fucking tired of this. Um, yeah. So as you can tell, there's a lot of anger in these posts, and like I said before, I I think if you can. I think I think if you work on your anger, it actually can help quite a bit. You'll you'll find that people who are hmm, I don't know if I can exactly say that uh, confidently, but I would argue, and you know, maybe this is hypothetical, but I would argue that probably most people that are suicidal are do have some type of anger issue of some sort. Um, and they choose to take it out on themselves, uh, so or some type of uh, emotional, mm, you know, because obviously, like women are more uh, tend to be a little bit more into uh, more into self harm for some reason. Uh, I'm not completely sure why, but that it just tends to to lean that way. Uh, that's why you'll find that women are are more likely to be cutters and all that kind of stuff. Uh, men, I, I don't exactly. I think men are a little bit more violent outwardly. Um, and you know, even me, like I used to punch walls. And so, you know, I, I think that when you're talking about, uh, you know, when we're talking about, uh, like, you know, being, you know, going back to this post, right. Life isn't worth living if you're poor. Uh, that's, I, I, I just don't think that's, that's true. You know what I mean? Um, it would depend on what, you know, how are you poor? Now, in certain places, it's definitely not ideal, right? If you're if you're homeless in America, not exactly a great place to be homeless. Whereas if you're homeless in, you know, somewhere else, it's probably easier to survive if you're homeless. Um, and I think also, you know, one of the things, I mean, don't not to get into like politics or anything, but I don't think our government does a great job. I don't think too many local governments do a great job of taking care of the homeless. You know, they're either let them roam free and destroy neighborhoods or they go too harsh on them and they don't give them any, you know, they don't give them any programs to help them out of their situation. You know what I mean? 
Um, I remember I was watching this, uh, this uh, I think it was on Netflix or something like that, and it was about, in Virginia, I guess, is like where, oh man, there's a bunch of people doing like amphetamines and stuff, but um, maybe it was heroin or something like that. But anyway, they had, you know, it, it showed this, uh, it was following this uh, firefighter because, you know, they're the first responders. They're typically the ones there first. And uh, it was showing her like, you know, it was following her, um, you know, reaching these crime, these are not crime. Well, technically crime scenes because they're doing drugs. But these scenes where these people over OD'd on a lot of these drugs and, you know, they, they have special because heroin. So prominent there they have special things ready to to do that like they, they're ready for um these ods and stuff and one of the people that they she had met ended up you know getting uh getting clean and ended up you know doing something with his life and if i'm not mistaken got married but i can't remember off the top of my head and i thought that was great and so you know uh, one of the things that I love to see is just watching that underdog story. And listen, it doesn't happen for everyone, but I, I think giving up would be a tremendous disservice to yourself, no matter what situation you're in when you decide to give up. I'll give you an example. I remember I quit football um, about three weeks in because I, I just, I don't know. I, I just didn't feel like it was now, whether or not that was a good decision or not. I mean, you could argue maybe for my health it was, but um I just remember quitting it kind of for no reason. I, I just didn't think that, I don't know that I, I just, I, I associated it with it too much with my dad. Uh, the people there were too much like my dad, you know, these, these masculine people that, I don't know. I just, I, I associated it too much with my father and I, I hated my dad at that point. Uh, my hatred was pretty high at that point for my dad. Uh, but my hatred was also mixed in with fear. So I quit about three weeks in and I just, I, I, I do somewhat regret that, but I also, um, you know, I, I just don't think, uh, I, I think just giving up on something altogether without like proper reason is, is a tough, uh, it, you know, you start to, you start to build up regrets that way, I think. Um, but you know, what do I know? Anyway, why don't we do one more post here? Uh, I'm curious, why are you still alive? I want to know what's keeping you here. I can't find a reason to save, so maybe I could steal yours. What's making you hang on? What's making you think, oh, sh- oh, it'll get better if uh, I just got to get through this. I'm, j- I'm at a breaking point. I'll take anything. Just tell me. Talk to me. I'm desperate because I honestly can't fucking take another day. Um, interesting. Uh, for me... For, for me, a lot of the reasons why I'm staying here is I just, I don't think I'm done yet. You know what I mean? I I don't know exactly how to explain that, but, you know, I've talked about it a lot. I found my why in life and I just, I haven't accomplished what I wanted to yet. You know what I mean? So for me to like, to, to quit out on life now would be a criminal, criminally, uh, sorry, it would be a disservice to myself. Uh, and it would be a disservice to the people that I, that entrusted me to, to continue on, right? The people that died um and you know sacrificed a lot to get me this far you know what i mean and i i just think that and you know i like to come back to you know i i know this has been a very serious episode so far and i do apologize that it's not um obviously these aren't like there's not nothing comedic about most of what i do but 
I do want, I did want to get into something more serious here because I think we need to realize that a lot of mental illnesses, whether it be something that you think is small, like your anxiety towards things or something that you might think is small, they can eventually get you to this point with, if you're not careful, right? I'm just talking about this. I'm not trying to catastrophize things, but I'm just trying to say without the awareness of how serious these things can be, they can end up sprouting into some terrible, um, some terrible habits that can eventually get you to this place of thinking. Because remember, suicide is not very, I mean, to the best of my knowledge, I, I can't think of any animal in the animal kingdom that, that readily goes to this, you know? Um, and for me, for, for us to see humans taking their own lives, I mean, that is just, that that's one of the biggest um i don't know it, it's almost like a hypocrisy in some way right you know we you end up living you know and you end up living and that's your main goal in life and then you just end up killing yourself you know it, it's a strange it's a strange thought I, I i don't know it's something that i definitely need to maybe refine a little bit more as i get through this uh, as i go through more of these uh these podcasts and as i go through more of these subreddits because it, it does it made sense to me at that point in my life but that was just because i didn't think that i had too much else going on i just didn't think that um i don't know i just didn't think that i was worth anything and i i think that once you once you can answer once you can answer these two questions right um what are you here to do and who are you those two questions once you find them i think you know, at least when I, when I ask myself, and th- by the way, those are, I'm continuously asking myself that question, you know, who am I, you know, and what, what am I put on this earth to do? You know, it seems like I'm kind of good at, you know, mouthing off. So I guess that might be a good thing, but you know, wh- you know, who am I? And, you know, asking those questions, I think is, it gives you something to do. It gives your mind something to, to, to focus on. It gives your mind something to, to, uh, to figure out and it, it it gives you a purpose in life so even if you don't have anything going on for you right now try asking yourself those two questions before you decide to to to, to go to something of this length you know uh i i think that you know especially for people who who take their own lives man i just don't think that the, i think it's almost like they're they're seeing things with like blinders you know like horses used to have those blinders on their um, on their eyes so that people, so they, they wouldn't look around them. They wouldn't get scared by anything. They would just look forward. Um, I think that's kind of what people with, who with suicidal ideations tend to do. They end up trying, they end up putting these blinders on to the people who love them, to the, the, the future that they may have if they don't commit suicide today. So, uh, you know, hopefully if anybody is out there that, uh, that is thinking these things, please go get help, please reach out to somebody, you know, you're more than welcome to reach out to, to me or reach out to, you know, just anybody out there that, that can help you, you know, um, because there are people there, like I said, there are more people or like I've said in the past, there are more people out there that who want to help you than who want to see you fail. Um, you, you know, we just end up highlighting the people who, who make us, uh, who want to see us fail because they have a bigger impact on our lives, you know, for the most part, they have, they have a really big impact on our life that, could end up spiraling us down. So anyway, guys, hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember, 
to check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. As I've said, you can always reach out to me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. As always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.